Welcome to Squabbles of the Soul, a podcast from the students at Middle Tennessee State University. In this podcast, we will discuss controversial issues in the agriculture industry. Each issue discussed is open to interpretation of the listener and does not reflect the opinions or views of Middle Tennessee State University as a whole. Join us now. Hi there, my name is Leandra Koss, and today we will be discussing ear cropping and dogs. We will have guests Dr. Vicki Swarovski and Noel Bozeman with us later today. We will be discussing the controversy behind canine ear cropping. According to the Companion Animal Responsible Owners website, ear cropping is defined as a surgical procedure that involves precise cutting and shaping of the ear pinna, which is the floppy part of the dog's ear, to make the ears stand erect. Ear cropping is done for various reasons, but the most common reason is for the looks of it. Many breeds look significantly different with their ears cropped, and many owners of dogs like Doberman Pinchers, Miniature Pinchers, Pit Bulls, Boston Terriers, Boxers, Schnauzers, and much more prefer this style or look on the dog. Dogs are also a staple in the agricultural world. They help with various things like herding and hunting, as just two examples. Long ago, owners thought that by cropping their dog's ears, it would decrease the tendency of infections and would increase their hearing. As you can imagine, this would be highly recommended for a farm animal so it can detect the predators before actually seeing that said predator. It can also, according to this belief, detect animal movement from a long distance. Dogs with big floppy ears can easily get caught on branches when running through the woods to catch prey or chase off predators, so cropping their ears seem necessary. Ear cropping has varying sides. This is the side that people agree adds to the overall appearance of the dog, as well as contributing to its health. For cropping ears, some people believe it can help in the prevention of ear infections and improve their hearing, which is extremely beneficial as a farm dog. However, many believe that this process is painful, unnecessary, and causes health issues later in life. This causes major controversy on the topic and remains a strong debate from either side. Following, we will now discuss with Dr. Vicki Swarovski and Noel Bozeman as they give us their sides to this controversial topic. I would like to welcome Dr. or guest Dr. Vicki Swarovski, a veterinarian out of San Diego. Can you um, give me a little bit of information about you? How long have you been in the practice? Um, what made you decide to be in the practice? Uh, let's see. I graduated from Washington State University. Um, that school there in 2008. I've uh, been in small animal practice since then and just opened my own practice uh, a couple months ago in uh, San Diego. So How exciting. Uh, been, been practicing for a while now. <laughs> wow. Um, and on our messages, you mentioned that you do ear cropping often. Is that really common in uh, San Diego? 
I wouldn't say it's common. I think it's, um, we definitely have a following. You know, there's a lot of actual, like, bully breeders, some of which are in San Diego, some of which are in L.A., some of which are in Riverside. Uh, so they all end up needing to travel to get the ears cropped. So I kind of get people from all over Southern California. Oh, wow. Well, I am very glad that you have that following um, and you have the opportunity to continue your um, practice. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into these questions. Um, so first, what is your stance on the topic of ear cropping? Well, obviously I'm a favorite for it since I've been offering this service um, for pretty much my entire career. Uh, I feel that it's a valuable service and then it should be done right. And I want to give owners the opportunity to get it done at a safe place um, with proper anesthesia and pain control versus having to use uh, back, back, you know, yard or people that are not trained properly to do ear cropping. Yeah. Um, why do you feel this topic is controversial in the world? Uh, I think it's because a lot of people don't understand the reasons for ear cropping and they still only think the purpose of it is for cosmetic reasons and they don't see the deeper parts of why we started ear cropping, why we tailed off and the breed's uh, role and how that plays plays into it. Um, yes, it can be done for cosmetic reasons, uh, but it's also not much different than any other procedure that we do and trying to, you know, label certain procedures as good or bad or okay or evil. Um, I, I have a hard time making that distinction uh, when there's plenty of things that I'm asked to do that I feel like are elective, but yet we're willing to take those risks for our pets for those elective procedures um, that aren't ear cropping, but when it comes to these specific ones, people get a very emotional response and have strong views on it. That is very true. Um, so you mentioned the other things other than cosmetic reasons for ear cropping. What, um, if you can just give a brief rundown, what other things would people ear crop for? Um, one of which is, especially if they're in a group of dogs and they play rough, uh, the ears, when they're not cropped, are likely to get bit and torn. Uh, if they're working dogs, uh, it can be just part of their job that they're in, say, brambles or they're with a pack of dogs. And you don't want to constantly be dealing with things like hematomas, lacerations, and problems with the ears and ear cropping will eliminate that. Um, for other dogs, it can actually help with some air circulation so that they're less likely to get ear infections. I won't say that for all of them, but definitely for some of them, it does make a difference. Um, the tail docking for some of these, uh, especially like the hunting breeds, they can get happy tail where the, if they're not docked, they're constantly traumatizing the end of their tail by wagging it against, say, a crate or their run, and they're getting bleeds. You end up having to amputate the end tail anyway. Um, yeah. So by docking them when they're younger, you can avoid all that. Yeah. Wow, that's, um, I didn't realize all of that went into ear cropping. I'm 
I'm glad I'm having this conversation with you. <laughs> yeah. So, I will tell you, too, because my first breed uh, is a Briard, and my Briard was cropped. And I think the the big benefit with him, too, not only was preventing the ear infections, but he was uh, would compete in herding competitions. And having his ears up and erect gave me a big advantage because I could always tell where his thoughts were going, his attention to get that direction. So from a working standpoint, it was actually very handy to have cropped ears. Yeah, because they use their ears all the time whenever they're cropped. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So can you briefly explain, explain the process of ear cropping, how it's done? Uh, usually it's done when they're young. Um, I would say, depending on the breed, there are a couple breeds that are done uh, just a couple days old, um, but most of them are going to be at about that six to seven week age up to about maybe 12 to 14 weeks old, much older than that. And I feel like it gets a lot more difficult uh, because the cartilage starts hardening. Um, but they will be given pain medicine. They're put under anesthesia. I also do some local blocks to help um, with any pain after the procedure. The ear is cut according to the breed standard. Uh, the ears are sutured along the edge. Uh, we usually will glue them to a styrofoam cup that sits on top of the head. And then they are covered with some cotton. Um, and then a stockinette that goes over the whole thing to kind of keep them padded and secure. Uh, the next day, they'll take the padding off, and then they'll just be covered with that stockinette um, until the cup falls off, and then the sutures will come out, and if the ears are chilled enough, then we start posting them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a interesting way to hold that um, erect stance. Whenever my parents, Doberman, um, whenever they had his ears cropped, they did the popsicle sticks in the ears and taped yep. it. So I think that that's pretty neat, um, hearing the styrofoam cup method. Yeah, I love the cup, and people get eager to take it off, and I'm like, no, keep the cup on. Trust me, <laughs> it's the easiest part to manage is when they're glued to the cup because they're exposed to the air, they don't have tape on the cut edge of them you can keep them clean and dry and then it's once that cup comes off then you have to actually start wrapping the ear and that's when they can get kind of gooey and gross yeah um so you mentioned something about infections um whenever you were giving that rundown um do you think that cropping dogs ears actually helps with infections like it does it decrease the tendency of them i think for some breeds it can i I think other breeds you know if they have allergies and bad allergies they're gonna have ear infections no matter where if they're cropped or if they're not um but like for the briards they have a lot of hair and um if the only puppies i had that ended up having ear infections after they left my place were the ones that were kept natural because they have all that hair and then they've got big drop ears and it makes a nice moist environment for ear infections. Yeah. Um, some of the other breeds, you know, some of the shallowsers and things have that same problem where they're 
a lot of hair, and if you have a drop ear and a lot of hair, you can end up with infection. Yeah. Um, that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, okay, so um, I have this long statement from the Michigan State University's Animal Legal and Historical Center. And it reads, advocates for docking and cropping compare the procedures to neutering or spaying and surmise that tail docking and ear cropping are simply practical animal management techniques that should remain available to owners, breeders, and veterinarians. However, anti-docking and cropping groups compare the procedures to the amputation of a healthy human finger, noting that procedures are painful, unnecessary, and often lead to medical problems later in life. What is your opinion on this statement, and what can you add or take away from this statement to support your stance or dismantle this statement? Yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's actually a very reasonable statement, which, yes, there are important reasons to do the ear cropping and docking, and they should be maintained as in animal practice. There's also times where it's not needed. And if it's not needed in your situation, then maybe you choose to opt out. And I'm fine with that. Um, but like I said, if you have a kennel full of hunting dogs and they're constantly traumatizing their tail, tail blocking is actually a much far, a better way to go about it. And mm-hmm. if you have other breeds, you know, like briards that you're going to herd with, you may want their ears cropped. It should be an animal practice that's maintained. If you have a pet dog and you really don't care and it's not important to you and there's no reason for you to do it and you want to opt out, then fine. Go ahead and opt out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as it being, you know, painful and all these other things that's elective, there's a lot of things we do that are purely elective. Um, from taking little lumps and bumps off of dogs because owners don't like the look of them mm-hmm. um, to little skin tags that people just find offensive. All of those things are surgical procedures that are also painful, but we do them and they're acceptable. Um, yeah. So I really have a hard time drawing the line and saying those things are acceptable, but this other procedure that's done usually for a good reason is not acceptable. Um, yeah. The amputation part, I think, goes for the uh, declawing the cat. Um, which I always have a problem with that statement because they're trying to uh, make it like cats are human. And cats do not use their paws like we as humans use our fingers. They don't walk on the tip of their finger. They walk on the pad, which is on the next digit. Um, so you're not actually taking a weight-bearing structure away from them. Um, but it gets an emotional response from people, which is why why they use it and why I think people get so emotional because they try to relate it back to humans forgetting that we're talking about animals. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, the declawing a cat. So I think that runs into, um, the, their nails are their functioning of their bodies. And so if we're comparing it to declawing a cat, it's not at all the same because their tails and their ears, they don't serve that great of a functioning like the declawing the ears does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, their ears are still going to function if you cross them just 
spine. Yeah. And their tail's still going to function if you take that shorter. I mean, a cat without claws, honestly, can still climb a tree, um, can still defend itself. Uh, is it going to have as much of an advantage as a non-declawed cat? Probably not. But, um, you know, I again, I have a hard time making distinctions between this procedure's evil and this procedure's okay. Yeah. So, my other question for you is, do you think cropping ears on dogs changes the way that they are perceived? For example, if a Doberman Pinscher or Pit Bull has cropped ears, do you think the dog is more likely to be seen as aggressive um, or even potentially be deemed aggressive? Uh, I think it, it, it does. Having cropped ears, I mean, that was originally part of the, you know, Doberman development was he found that when he cropped the ears and made erect pointy ears, it got people to pay their bills. And that was <laughs> the whole purpose with the Doberman was to make them look more intimidating. Uh, and, you know, for the bullies, too, they want them to look more intimidating. They want the head to look fatter. And one of the ways they do that is by taking the ears down to, um, you know, a smaller size. So it, it, it is for a purpose to make them look a certain way. And sometimes that purpose is to make them look more intimidating. Uh, and I think it's just people that don't understand that looking intimidating and being intimidating <laughs> are two totally different things. Yep. Uh, a lot of these big bullies and Dobermans that I deal with are actually big mushy marshmallows uh -huh. um, that are, are, you know, not at all aggressive. <laughs> and yet um, it can be, you know, a little chihuahua that wants to actually take my face off. So <laughs> the, ears, the ears really don't have you know, uh, relevance to how they behave, that has more to do with breeding than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Well, that is the end of our short little interview. Do you have anything you would like to add um, about your stance uh, with ear cropping? I would just encourage people to do their research, um, really look into the procedure, um, try to get into a group and ask people where they get uh, their ears done at and wh what facilities are available um, before going through with the procedure because it is a process and it is a commitment mm -hmm. and it shouldn't just be done on a whim and uh, it definitely is upsetting for me when somebody will have the ear crop and then later not take care of it properly mm -hmm. or say oh I wish I never would have done this and it's like well maybe you should have done a little more research before you chose, chose to do it yeah yeah well I thank you for your time um this was very beneficial to me and I'm sure many people will uh gain further knowledge from this and they will begin to understand that it's not just a cosmetic thing it has other various reasons for it um yeah I wish you the best of luck with your practice, um, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. I would like, next like to welcome our guest, Noelle Bozeman. She is a very well-educated animal rescuer. Um, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. 
Good. All right. So what is your stance on the topic of ear cropping? I don't support it. I don't. um, Ideally, I would like for nobody to do it, but I know that that's not a realistic um, expectation. So, yeah. Why do you feel it's so controversial? Um, I think it's controversial because some people think that it's just like a perfectly fine thing to do. It's um, just for aesthetic reasons. Um, And then other people think that it's a really unnecessary and painful um, thing to put an animal through. Um, It kind of is based off of old misinformation from back when uh, it was a bit more necessary. Like when people were mostly using dogs as hunting animals, they would get more infections in their ears if their ears were down. But now that that's not a thing that we really do much anymore, it's not as necessary. Um, and then also because of organizations like the AKC, they have breed requirements that are kind of vague um, and aren't really, they don't have a clear stance on it. Um, like in some breeds, they'll say the ears are typically floppy, but may stand upright. Um, and so that leads some people to think that that means that ear cropping is a necessity for the breed. Right. So whenever you mention that, it's like miniature pinchers. If they're, um, if you massage their ears enough, then their ears will stand erect. Um, it's very interesting that you have that, um, opinion on it. Um, the person I just spoke to, uh, Dr. Vicki Swalrowski, she actually is a vet down in San Diego and she offers ear cropping. Um, Mm -hmm. So some of the things that she mentioned is that, um, and that you kind of touched on, is that some people think it's a cosmetic thing. So whenever you think about um, cosmetics, um, oftentimes you'll see older dogs go in for a surgery um, to remove like lumps and different bumps uh, that their owners just don't like it. And, um, that often is painful and really unnecessary because it doesn't bug them at all. So how do you think that relates to ear cropping? Um, how does that tie into your stance? Um, if it's being done for purely cosmetic reasons, then that would be something that I would be against as well. Um, I haven't heard of it being done for, uh, just cosmetic reasons, but I, I totally believe that people would do that. People are little crazy sometimes um but uh if it's being done for a reason like this lump could become painful for them this lump could become cancerous or anything like that uh then i'm totally in support of it you know if it's for the health and safety of the animal um but if it's being just done for cosmetics and it's not causing the animal any pain or anything like that then i am also against that i would not be in support of that yeah yeah i understand that Um, do you know what the ear cropping process is and how it's done? From what I've seen, uh, in my research on it, um, I wasn't able to find an actual like video of a procedure being done. Um, but from what I read and from what I was able to find, um, the animal is, it's usually done without anesthesia from what I read. Um, I'm not sure if that's an up-to-date piece of information, but that's what I was able to find. Um, because they often think that, uh, the dog, if it's done really young, um, either won't remember it or doesn't have as much, uh, sensitivity to pain as older dogs. Um, and they 
you know, prepare the area to make it safe and clean and everything. And then they just cut off the extra part of the ear there and then tape them um, up so that they stand upright. Yeah. So I would like to read this uh, definition of ear cropping from Companion Animal Responsible Owners website. Um, Ear cropping is defined as the surgical procedure that involves precise cutting and shaping of the ear pinna, which is the floppy part of the dog's ear that'll make it stand erect. Um, Oftentimes, this is done under anesthesia, and that's because um, it it is painful even though their um, cartilage isn't stiffened yet um, because it's typically done at a very young age, like six to 14 weeks max. Um, It's typically done around that time. And it's, from what I have heard from Dr. Swarovski, is that this is done under anesthesia and it's properly done that way because um, you get these backyard breeders that do the ear cropping and that's a lot more painful and um, I think most people would agree that that is not a very humane way to do it. Um, so I have this question for you. According to Michigan State University's Animal Legal and Historical Center, um, they quote, advocates for docking and cropping compare the procedures of neutering or spaying and surmise that tail docking and ear cropping are simply practical animal management techniques that should remain available to owners, breeders, and veterinarians. However, anti-docking and cropping groups compare the procedure to the amputation of a healthy human finger, noting that the procedures are painful, unnecessary, and often lead to medical problems later in life. So, what is your opinion on this statement, and what can you add or take away from this statement to support your stance or dismantle the statement? Yeah, so I think that um, it really covers up uh, what everyone on each side thinks of it. Um, However, my thoughts on... Lost my train of thought there for a second. My thoughts on um, both sides of that is that Spaying and neutering is very different from the ear docking procedure, um, primarily because it's for cosmetics most of the time um, and for aesthetics. And spaying and neutering are required for uh, to keep unwanted puppies and kittens um, out of the... Uh, I'm sorry, there's distractions happening. Uh, to keep them out of shelters, to keep them out of becoming strays to keep them safe um and to also reduce risks of uh injuries to the animal through those unwanted pregnancies um and as i mentioned before uh the docking comes from previously when hunting was more common with dogs and it was actually uh, helpful to them but now it's done more as just that kind of aesthetic preference um, however I do think that it should remain legal and remain something that vets do and give the option to do solely for the reason that I think that just like with um, many people's view on abortion if we were to outlaw it and say completely like no doctors are not allowed to do this vets are not allowed to do this anymore it wouldn't stop ear docking from happening it would just stop it from being done in a controlled environment with professionals who would be able to step in where something to go wrong Um, i do still think that it shouldn't happen i think that owners shouldn't dock their dog's ears but i don't think that it should be illegal solely because people are going to do it if they want to do it 
and I would prefer it be done in a semi-safe um, way rather than done, like you mentioned earlier, like just backyard breeders who just do it um, in an unsafe way. Right, right. Um, do you think that cropping dogs' ears changes the way that they're perceived? Um, for example, like if you have a Doberman Pinscher or a pit bull and it has cropped ears, do you think that it is more likely to make it look more intimidating or even be perceived as aggressive? I do believe that's the case um, in general. I know not everybody's going to think that and not everybody's going to look at a dog with cropped ears and think, oh my gosh, so aggressive. Um, but because cropped ears are so commonly associated with those breeds and those breeds are seen as being aggressive, I think a lot of times people see the cropped ears and do make that assumption, even though it's not inherently a fact. It's what a lot of people do think right. when they see it. Right. Um, okay. So more on your stance. Um, can you explain to me, um the negatives of air cropping in your opinion yeah um for me i really only have like two or three big points on that and one and my biggest one is just that it is an unnecessary medical procedure and i do not believe in putting an animal through any sort of medical procedure like that any sort of surgery that is not necessary and isn't for their health um and then when I was under the assumption that a lot of times it's done without the anesthesia, my second note there was that it's, of course, painful. Um, right. With the anesthesia, though that would be preventing the pain, I still understand that there are a lot of inherent risks with putting animals under anesthesia, especially when they are so young. Um, and so I don't feel that that is worth the risk if it's not a medically necessary procedure. Right. Um, okay, so... You mentioned those things. Um, however, I want to give the idea that sometimes um, owners of like hunting dogs or even large groups of dogs that have bigger floppier ears, whenever they're out playing, whether that's indoor, outdoor, whatever the scene is, um, if they have big ears and they're bigger, larger dogs, um, typically you'll see that. Um, dogs will go for the ears and so that causes um bites on the ears which can cause hematomas that can cause lumps um and so by cropping the ears um it is my belief that um it would prevent that um from happening the ears wouldn't get as much damage um they wouldn't get um, these large lumps that ultimately have to be removed. Um, what is your opinion on that in that, that field? Yeah, um, with hunting dogs, I still obviously don't love the idea of ear cropping, but with hunting dogs specifically, because there are more benefits for them and it's less just about aesthetics and it's more like this is actually necess a necessity for them to stay safe while they're out doing their job. <laughs> It's a little more like, okay, if the owner feels that that uh, outweighs the risk of the surgery itself, sure, you know, <laughs> go ahead and do it. But in the terms of like a large group of dogs, um, I understand that there's only so much that owners can do. But at that point, my honest thought is to 
train the dogs more, just to train them better um, so that they don't have those kind of behaviors. Um, and I know that there's a lot of behaviors in dogs that are just natural to them. Like you mentioned, uh, they just naturally tend to go for the ears. But I also know that with proper training techniques, owners would be able to prevent that sort of behavior. Um, and so I feel like in that situation, the risks don't outweigh the benefits. No, wrong. That the risks uh, outweigh the benefits of getting the ears cropped versus just putting in the effort and the time and training them uh, to not do that when they're playing and fighting and stuff. Right. Um, and then my final question is, um, you mentioned something about infections. Um, do you think that cropping a dog's ears, say for like a briard, um, do you think that cropping their ears would help decrease the likelihood of infections? That, from my understanding, is a belief that used to be very widely upheld. Um, and that is more the case in animals like the hunting dogs um, who are out all the time in the woods out there, you know, doing that kind of thing. Um, but with modern indoor animals and even with outdoor dogs who aren't out in the woods all the time, out in that kind of dangerous environment, there's not that much of a higher risk of them getting infections if they have floppy ears versus the cropped ones. Um, so if they're not doing a job like the hunting dogs, there's really not enough of an elevated risk for it to be worth it. Yeah. What about whenever you think about um, herding dogs, you know, usually they're kind of shaggy looking dogs. Um, they have big ears. They have a lot of hair. Um, do you think in that sense, ear cropping might seem necessary because um, it would open up their ears and prevent from moisture to continue to um, hold in their ears? I think for that one, it would depend a lot on the individual situation, like whether they are primarily living outdoors to do the herding situation, if they come in when it's colder, if they come in at night, what kind of animals they are herding, if the animals respond well to that, if they don't. Um, so I think for that one, it would depend a lot on the individual situation yeah. rather than having a blanket like yes or no. Yeah. Well, do you have anything you would like to add? Any other questions that you might want to pose? Um, I don't think so. I just glanced back over my notes and I don't think I have anything that wasn't addressed. So. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, I hope I used your time wisely. <laughs> um, I, I hope you have a great day. And thank you again for uh, meeting with me. Yeah, I hope you have a great day too. And best of luck with your podcast and with everything that you got going on. Thank you. <laughs> Cropping dogs' ears have been done for many years. Although it is only recommended that licensed veterinarians perform this procedure, we are aware that unlicensed people perform these dangerous procedures, which is why many people have a negative connotation on it. Ear cropping traditionally has taken place for agricultural reasons like herding and hunting, but also just for the aesthetic look the dog has after the procedure. Upon listening to this podcast, I hope you were able to discern what your opinion is as well as gain further knowledge about the topic to teach others who may not have had the same opportunity to tune in. 
this is all for our podcast today, and I hope you have enjoyed it. My name is Leandra Koss, and thanks for tuning in on today's episode of Squabbles of the Soil. This has been another episode of Squabbles of the Soil. Join us next time as we discuss more controversial issues in the agricultural industry. On behalf of Middle Tennessee State University and the students in the Agricultural Education Department, we would like to thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.